Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the bags are packed, the truck is loaded on its way to Tampa from Yankee Stadium. Pitches and catches are just a couple weeks away from reporting. So we'll get into all that as well as a little drama off the field with Luis Severino wanting to pitch for the Dominican team in the World Baseball Classic and Cashman not letting him. But before we dive into that, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So wherever you're listening right now, hit subscribe, get notified, new content comes up. Again, get these little news updates that I'm about to give you now. Plus, some of the interviews I do on my uh, YouTube channel, such as my latest guest, Sean Spradling from WBC Central. Again, has a podcast focused on the World Baseball Cl- Classic. So kind of co- coincides with this uh, episode right now. Um, so make sure you get all that by being a podcast subscriber. So I mentioned, you know, the truck's on its way to Tampa with all the uniforms and the bats and the gloves and all, all that whatnot. Uh, but of course, uh, the story, I guess the latest drama of the day is Luis Severino wanting to pitch for the Dominican team. And of course, Brian Cashman, you know, as a GM setting his foot, uh, stop, you know, setting his foot in there and say, no, you cannot pitch. Um, and you remember how he, they babied him last season, pretty much missed the entire second half of the season because they were worried about that uh, shoulder that's always been barking him the past couple of seasons. And, you know, you could kind of say it was the right call because, you know, I mean, he was um, he was good in the playoffs, uh, you know, uh, in the, uh, you know, the two games he pitched. Now, of course, uh, he lost game two uh, in Houston there, but it did pitch well enough. So you can't really put that on him. So if you want to say it was it the right call the Yankees make, yeah. But you, then afterwards, you heard rumblings of Severino saying, you know, they babied him a little too much. He didn't need to be out that entire second half of the season. They, you know, um, you know, he was, he, it was kind of unnecessary. And now, again, it's a situation where he probably feels like he's ready to go and he could pitch in this World Baseball Classic. But again, again, the Yankees being uh, really putting him on a tight leash and not letting him pitch here. And of course, you know, a lot of these players, you know, as Sean Spradling mentioned uh, in the interview, which again is available there, uh, in you know, if you want to go back and look at an episode about two or three episodes back, mentioned you know, a lot of these players, are, you know, they, they're proud to represent their teams, and you kind of we also some of that fervor uh, in the World Cup uh, just a couple of months ago. So you kind of understand where he's coming from, but of course the Yankees, um, you know, have to be concerned about Severino again. He's their guy. They, they you know, they picked his option up uh, to bring him back this season, and again. Good raw tool, you know. When he's when he's on, he's healthy, he's, he's fabulous. But uh, he does, you know, have to seem like the shoulder uh, issue box up and once in a while. So you see, understand why the Yankees are overprotective, and I think it's the right call by Cashman there. Uh, now you might say, you know, it's a double standard because why is he letting Nesta Cortez pitch for Team USA? Well, again, the Nesta Cortez injury was a groin injury. Um, you know, it's something that could bark at any point of a season, which you know pitches are going to go through from here uh, time to time. Um, you know, throughout the course of the season. So, you know, it's not detrimental to the arm. Now, let's just say Nestor Cortez had a shoulder or an elbow issue uh, again when he walked off that mound against the Astros, uh, kind of in a, you know, a, kind of a beaten manner there. Then, of course, yeah, I think the Cashman probably stepped in and not let, let Nestor pitch for Team USA. But the fact that it was a groin injury, which, again, is not really a structural issue. It's just, all right, you kind of stretch it out, and a few weeks later, you're fine. So, you know, and that was way back in October. We're now, you know, about six months, uh, six months later. I'm sure the groin is fine. So, you know, so I'm that, you know, I understand why Cashman let that, that go, but you know, it is a right call in Severino just cause again, every, every year we go through a shoulder problem with him and it's just, there's no reason uh, for him to pitch in this world baseball classic. And I think it's the right call for Cashman there. So, you know, he's probably going to be a little grumbly about it. Now they got, they, they picked up Severino's option. So he's pretty much p- playing for an extension. So whether it's going to be for the Yankees or for the number, n- another team, it's also within his best interest to not pitch in this world baseball classic as well. Cause I'm sure he wants to be as ready and fresh as possible and have no you know roadblocks to start the season. 
Uh, again, if you're looking for, a, you know, Severino at this point is probably going to want a big deal. You know, I mean, the Yankees kind of got him at a, a team-friendly four-year deal a couple years ago. But, you know, Severino now is, you know, no spring chicken. He's probably going to want something, you know, at least be where he's taken care of for the next five, six years. So, you know, it's within his best interest to not be hurt this season, have a good year, and then get that big contract. And again, whether that's staying with the Yankees or going elsewhere. Uh, but, again, it is within its own best interest. So, other than that, not too much going on in Yankee land. Of course, they uh, did announce a new assistant hitting coach, Brad Wilkerson. Um, so the previous guy, Hensley Mullins, the former Yankee himself, uh, took a uh, head hitting coach, you know, because all these teams now have like three hitting coaches now, which is kind of ridiculous. But he's now the number one guy over in Colorado Rockies. So the, there was a vacancy there. So now Brad Wilkinson uh, will join the Yankee team there. It seemed like this was all done over Zoom interviews. So, you know, these guys, whatever, you, you, you kind of throw, toss them up in the air. Yeah, you know, I don't know, whatever, you know, when the team's doing well, it's always like, uh, yeah, the hitting coach is doing great. And then when the team's slumping, oh, fire the hitting coach, you know. Eh, what impact these guys have, I don't know. But anyway, if you want to look at uh, Wilkinson's uh, resume, uh, I did come up with the Expos, which would, who would later become the Nationals in 2002. It was actually a runner-up for the Rookie of the Year award. It's kind of bounced around the majors a little bit with a couple of teams. The last one was the Toronto Blue Jays in 2008. Not really much of an impressive, you know, major league career, but again, was around for six years, so you know, it's respectable enough. Um, again, it was nothing, never anything big. A left-handed hitter. Uh, would split time between first base and the outfield. So nothing very impressive there. I uh, was leave working in Jacksonville at university. So it was kind of, you know, bounced around the college system a little bit, age 45. And I guess uh, the Yankees gave him an opportunity to, you know, to come back to the majors and get in the coaching position. And I guess wisely took it and we'll see where he goes from there. Um, you know, what philosophy he has, he's supposed to be a bit of a mind guy. So his whole deal is like, yes, we want to work on the cage and all that stuff and work on mechanics, but his whole, his whole philosophy is, you know, having a clear mind when you get into the batter's box there. And, you know, this may be something the Yankees could use. You see some of these guys that they just seem totally psyched out, especially when, like, Stanton's really off. It just seems like he's wailing for anything outside and low and away and just, like, it just has really no plan up there. Sometimes, same with Donaldson as well. So maybe you could fix some of these guys that just seem to, you know, when when, when they're just totally lost, they're totally lost. And, you know, you could just throw the ball, you could roll to the mound there and they'll still swing for it. So maybe you could overcome some of that. Uh, so that's really the latest in Yankee land there. So Severino, maybe not a happy camper, but it is a right move by Cashman. So, uh, you know, I'll give kudos to Cashman there making the right call on that. So Section 420, Talking Yankees, a short episode, but make sure you subscribe to this podcast for more upcoming little uh, add-ons. <laughs>